While the Blues did beat the Ducks, and I am happy about that, I do need to address the horrendous two other games that happened with the loss to the San Jose Sharks and then the loss to the LA Kings. What exactly does this mean for the Blues? Well, I'll tell you coming up here on Locked on Blues. Your Locked on Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to Locked On Blues. I am your host of Locked On Blues, Haley Taylor Simon, talking to you all things St. Louis Blues here, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. On today's episode, I will be talking to you about the Blues' weekend in California and how it just was a big, big mess. And at least there was a bounce back, but it was a lot. Also, I get a lot of People saying to me that they want Coach Berube to be fired, but do you actually want him to be fired? And then, of course, is there a downfall of Jordan Cairo? Why will I be talking about this? Because, again, this is something else I get a lot of comments on. And I am so sick of certain players being bashed when every single player goes through some rough moments. Today's episode will be a jam-packed one, but a good one and a fun one. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Okay. St. Louis, hello. (laughs) I hope we're doing a little bit better. Um, So obviously on Friday's episode, I did talk about the 5-1 loss to the San Jose Sharks. Okay. Nothing would have prepared me for Saturday night's loss against the LA Kings. I did say all along I thought they were going to lose, and they being the Blues, I thought they were not as a strong team as the Kings. I thought the Kings would outskate them. I just didn't feel good. But why was a 5-1 loss so concerning to me? Well, it's because I saw this team give up. And it just honestly, I have to say, that first period really did it for the Blues. When you're down 4 nothing after 20 minutes, I can't even imagine the mental strain it puts on the players of the opposing team. And that's exactly what happened. That first period was honestly the most torturous thing I've ever had to watch. Um, just to give you a little bit of a rundown, about two minutes in... Um, the Kings get a power play goal, and then 20 seconds later, the Kings get another goal, and then about with only seven minutes remaining in the period, they get a shorthanded goal, and then just a regular goal two minutes after that. So it was a quick four goals for the LA Kings. It was a lot. Okay, I will say that. And then in the second period, the Kings were able to score again, which made it 5-0. And then Jake Neighbors was able to score in the third period, giving the Blues at least one point so it wasn't a complete shutout. Oh, man. Okay, wow. So that game, it was really difficult to consume. I think as a fan, that was the most frustrated I've been this season. Not even with the Sharks' loss because – It was more just disappointment. 
this one was extremely difficult to watch. Um, and, you know, and, you know, Shen said it after the game. He said, you know, it plays a mental toll when your team is down for nothing after 20 minutes. It's really hard to get your mindset back to what's right. And, you know, I can't imagine. I feel like being down 2 nothing, even 3 nothing. at least you can see some hope. But when you're down 4 nothing, you just know in the back of your head, okay, we're going to need to score five goals to win this. Now, personally, I would go with the mentality of, let's just get something on the board. So I'm happy that Neighbors was able to do that in the third period. I did watch the full game. I don't give up. Like, that's the thing. Like, you could be down 7 nothing, and I will still watch just because in sports you truly never know. So the Blues, I mean, realistically, could they have made a comeback? Absolutely. I mean, you have 40 minutes left to play. But the team, they even said in that second period, they just felt like they played better, but it was just hard to battle back. And I can understand that and appreciate that. I think that's a very normal response, and I can't blame the players, right? I can't say, oh, well, you know, Robert Thomas, what was he doing? But You can't do that. I think that that game was just doomed after that first period, and sure, they did put some more effort in. I mean, they were able to keep the Kings away from scoring except that one goal in the second after that horrendous first period, but... All in all, I mean, what do you think? Do you think that the Blues gave up in that game? I mean, I have a hard time saying that because they did battle and they were, you know, playing hard. I just can't even put into words and what exactly went wrong. But that was my biggest takeaway from that game. I mean, the Blues, you know, they had 30 shots on net. The Kings had 31. It just was not a good game for St. Louis. And that was the problem. It just ended up being this game where it just went down the hill fast and fast. And the funny thing is, and this is something, I don't know if I've ever addressed this on Lockdown Blues. You know, obviously Jordan Bangington was in net. And he's somebody, especially in the past, and by the past I literally mean last season and all the seasons prior, he gets very emotional on the ice. Um. And he's not afraid to show it. He's not afraid to get a little bit scrappy. And that was one thing I was concerned about. I'm like, oh my gosh, is Benner about to fight someone? Because that is a tough game to go down by, you know, four in the first 20 minutes. So I I was surprised more than anything not to see him lose his cool. So I was proud of him on that one. I know that's not something that's like normal and like that shouldn't be said. Um but that's truly how I felt when it came to Bennington. It was literally just the fact of, um, I'm surprised he didn't lose his cool. Robert Thomas did say, though, it starts with us leaders. We've got to step up. We've got to play better. And it falls on our shoulders. This is the thing about Robert Thomas is that he knows accountability. He knows when to take accountability. And listen, the Blues, they didn't have a good game. But RT was not afraid to use his voice and say, hey, this is on the on – the, um, the leaders. So Shen said, you're not going to come back on most nights against a team like that. Um, that's dingy and plays with so much structure. So again, that's another thing. They can acknowledge the fact that the Kings have structure because they do not. I mean, they have structure. It's not like they don't, but the Kings were evidently the better team. 
Now, their game against Anaheim, that told a completely different story than the first two games of this California road trip. Jake Neighbors, yet again, was able to score uh, for the St. Louis Blues, putting them up on the board. And I have to tell you, huge Jake Neighbors fan here. Um, it was funny. I was actually going down this, like, like rabbit hole today, if, if, if it is. And when Neighbors was a prospect, he went to the Blues game. They did, like, an April Fool's uh, prank, and he was, like, banging on the glass. And it was just really funny. And, you know, he is somebody that has just been so grounded and locked in, especially this season, to where it's it's just such a huge – I mean, obviously, I'm sure he has his personality still outside of the, you know, the games. But the focus and how much he's matured as a person and a player, I mean, it just shows on ice that he is somebody that's extremely locked in. So I just thought it was funny. I'm like, wait, I'm like, this is a completely different guy than – the guy I'm seeing on ice now. So I want to give him a little shout out on that. And then, uh, can you believe it? The Blues got a power play goal. Um, yeah, Bush Nevish. Okay, I see you. So then that made it 2 nothing, St. Louis in the second period. Oh, and did I even tell you who gave the assist? On Neighbors' goal, it was assist by Sonny. And then on Bush's goal, it was assisted by Cairo and Scotty P. In the second period, Alexei Torochenko was able to get the Blues a 3-0 lead, assisted by Justin Folk and Kevin Hayes. And then, unfortunately, um, the Ducks were able to get a goal in the second period, which gave the Blues overall a 3-1 win, with the Ducks or Blues not scoring in the third period. I almost forgot what period came after, too. Um... Just to let you know, the Blues have done so much better with their face-offs, especially in that game. They won about 60% of the face-offs. And the the two teams, they were close on shots on net. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this either. Joel Hofer was in net. St. Louis had 32 shots while Anaheim had 31. So Hofer saved 30 out of 31 shots on net. A fun fact, though, about the St. Louis Blues. Okay, what is the fun fact? I shall tell you. The NHL posted something that gave me a lot of reassurance about the Blues that they're – okay, so it is November 20th right now. They have won the second most games in November behind the Florida Panthers. So how many games did they win in November? They won six games, and they at least lead something. It's not the best. It's not like they're leading the Central uh, because they're not – they're in fourth in the Central still. They have 19 points. But – at least it is something, and it's heading in the right direction for our St. Louis Blues. So I uh, wanted to give a little shout-out on that one. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more – whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. All the parts you need at the prices you want 
it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply, eBay guaranteed fit only, available to U.S. customers. I'm sick of it. What am I sick of? I'm sick of it. Okay, Hale, what is it? I am so sick of people thinking that the only solution after a Blues loss is to fire head coach of the St. Louis Blues, Doug Armstrong. The reason why I am saying this is because of this. I get so many questions, comments, concerns saying to me, should they fire Baruby? Is Baruby going to be gone? I want him fired. I put this up because I personally always defend Coach Baruby. I love the Chief. I think he does a great job. I think he's a great coach, and I think that the players respond well to him. Maybe the lack of talent on the team. I'm joking, but you get what I'm saying. I am so happy when I put this question up. So many of you were like, oh, my God, this is a crazy question. This is an amateur question. What kind of question is this? Exactly. Keep that same energy for when the Blues lose a couple games again because it's destined to happen, and your first response will be fire Baruby. That's how I feel every single time. I logged on to Twitter today at Lockdown Blues, and I'm seeing a bunch of things from people on my, my mentions, and it says, Fire Baruby. He's going to be gone soon. And I'm thinking to myself, what are you talking about? This team has already been playing better than last season. This team has a lot that they need to work on. But getting a better coach than Baruby, I don't know if that's going to be possible. I really don't. And this is something that has bothered me quite a bit is the flip-floppiness of opinions. The reason why I do this podcast is because I am a fan of the blues and I enjoy talking about the blues. And sometimes as fans, we can overreact. Okay. And I am very aware that that definitely happens. I know I overreact. I'm sure you have overreacted at times, but it's one thing if the coach wasn't getting something out of the players, but this is the same man that brought us a Stanley cup. This is the same man that is able to really work with players that, I mean, I hate to say it, but that are maybe a little bit more difficult to work with. I did mention, you know, Binner and his hotheadedness. I think Baruby's done a good job with him and getting him to be more locked in and focused and not be so emotional on the ice. I think that Baruby is one of the most important people um, that the Blues have. So I am happy that so many of you were like, Haley, what are you talking about when you ask this question? And I think it's something that um, needs to be talked about. He has been doing everything in the right state. Now, do do I think that Doug Armstrong should, uh, should be gone? Yeah. And that's the thing. Army has done most of the things that have messed up situations. So if there's anyone to blame, blame Armstrong, but not Ruby. 
And I know what you're thinking. Okay, Haley, like this girl, she's coming on Lockdown Blues and she's saying something that, you know, most people will agree with. You would think that until the Blues begin to lose games and then all my mentions are fire Baruby. I am glad that you and I were able to have this talk and be able to clarify some things because not once would I ever want Baruby to be gone. I love the Chief. He is probably the most important person that this team has. And I think that Craig Berube is the future of this team. He's our present and he's our future. I don't see him going away for anytime soon. So maybe when the Blues lose, instead of saying fire Berube, maybe you can just say a loss is a loss and, you know, the contracts suck. Thanks, Army. And that's what you have to say. Move on. So glad we got that out of the way. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Robert Thomas could score 50 goals and the Blues could hoist the Stanley Cup. And you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy Sports and especially Daily Fantasy Hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. And this is where I like to tell you, guys on the team that might be a little bit hot right now, like Jake Neighbors could win you some money, okay? So all you have to do is pick guys, whether like a Jake Neighbors or Robert Thomas. You could even be a little bit crazy, and you could even do Jordan Bigginton because you can um, record so much on Sleeper, including things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and so much more in a given game. To win an $100 bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Blues fans. You can win 100 times your money playing Daily Fantasy Hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention and get your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's locked on NHL. See sleepers terms of use for details and locational availability. Okay. Whew, okay. So as we're on the topic of maybe we should stop bashing players. Uh, well, after I told you to stop bashing like a coach, former player, but this is what's going to happen now. The Jordan Cairo slander needs to stop. I feel as if he's coming to the season and he's been ridiculed nonstop and it's really bothersome. Sure, could could he be better? Absolutely. But at this point, you're going to have to realize that it is still November. There's plenty of hockey left. And I keep on seeing on social media, especially, you know, why is he on the team? Trade him. He's useless. Well, he's not useless. He's a very good player. And sure, okay. This season he has 10 points, 4 goals, and 10 assists. But that's okay. I'm not saying that's good. It's okay. And why is it okay? Because there's still so much time left. Who knows? He could go on a hot streak very soon. But one thing that I don't like to see is 
okay, sure, he's made some mistakes where he's turned the puck over and things like that, but that happens. That is the nature of this game. That is what the sport is. It is a sport. It's not going to go perfectly. But all I see is just the bashing of Jordan, and it's been something that I also wanted to publicly address on social media. Because, again, today's episode was more like, hey, let's talk. What's going on? So where was my post about Jordan? Okay, so I asked, do you think the Blue should get rid of him? So basically, this one was a little bit more close. More of you said yes than no. But this is the thing. He is somebody that gets hot. He gets cold. He goes up. He goes down. But when he is hot, he is hot. I do believe that he will be okay and that he will have a good season. I think that this has just been a slower start to his season, but I'm not concerned. He's still putting out the effort. He is still maximizing his um, opportunities on the ice. And he's also making really great plays. And while assists are not goals, he has six assists right now. He is benefiting the team more than he would be hurting the team. So I don't agree with anybody that's saying get rid of him. But all of this needs to stop. This constant bashing on him. You have to support your team. I understand. Some of these contracts absolutely suck. And there are some guys on the team that you truly haven't even seen them do anything. But at least Jordan is. And I will always support somebody that puts in their full effort. I understand that there's frustration and I am sympathetic. I really am. But at the end of the day, there is only so much that these players can do. And right now, he's doing the best that he can do. And he will get hot. And when he gets hot, you're going to stop saying, oh, get rid of him. Because he will be producing you some goals. And that's going to make you forget all about this. Again, it is still November. Plenty of hockey left. I am not concerned. The Blues, they do play the Arizona Coyotes on Wednesday. So I'll be doing a little bit of a crossover episode with my friends from Locked on Coyotes. Um, So that will be coming up soon. It will either be tomorrow or Wednesday. We're going to get that all situated. So That'll be a fun game as the Blues are uh, looking to get some back-to-back dubs. Well, not like back-to-back games, but like back-to-back dubs. Get it? Because Okay, I tried. Anyways, I hope you enjoy your Monday night. Again, do not be hard on Craig Berube and do not be hard on Jordan Cairo. And with all that being said, bye and let's go Blues.